just uh, record whatever we're chatting about because it's been so long and there's been so much stuff going on. <laughs> Yeah, like we big. we have plenty to talk about. We don't really need a uh, like a an itinerary. I don't think. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, is that in the background annoying you or no? What the the little bit of music? Yeah, let me get in my remote. Hold on. There we go. Okay, cool. Let's see if we can get this. How do I go live on here? Swipe over. No. Okay. No. I don't understand this. Does it not? Am I not able to live stream on YouTube, Instagram anymore? <laughs> What's this? Support team. No, how do I? Uh, yeah, I thought there was this quickly live. You could do it like a live. Oh, boom, it's done. It's ready, you know? Yeah, and I can mute myself here. Yeah, what the is, heck uh, is Ray's hand? Oh, is that just easy. like, is like that just things. to be like, hey, I'm talking? I think so. Yeah, you can also make uh, if you, if you like, we, I can make a note here by adding a footline note, and it gives me a note at like whatever spot. And I want to go back and like do something. Huh. Okay, so this. And is they do up. have a little a little chat here. Yes, ma'am. Let's see, boomerang layout. No, super zoom. Hands free. No, I don't want to do any of this. Oh my god. I can't understand technology anymore. <laughs> it's not giving me an option for video on the front facing camera. Okay, let me just start that another one. Does this thing suck? <laughs> Alright. Anyway, what the heck have you been up to, man? You just been you been riding around or what? Or just like incognito? Um, I've been doing a lot of uh, work. <laughs> oh, all right. So let's get right into that, I guess. Um, how many? Is it basically new bikes, or is it people bringing in their bikes now that they like and like? What the heck? What's the main? I don't know if you can even say. You know, it's it's been a mix. I think there's been more sales more bike like new bike sales um oh, for yeah. this time of year it feels like it's a, a lot yeah damn i mean i see you guys still like operating and like it's a cool idea that you guys have had with like the uh adaptation for just basically come by come outside let us know you're here don't yeah touch don't touch anybody you know yeah i think um uh, there are a fair amount of bike shops that are starting to do that there are a lot that are not that don't seem to be adopting any of those strategies which is uh, a little concerning but uh um yeah we're doing what we can to try to operate as normally as possible but also safely <laughs> well i mean how is that in there do you guys have to keep distances like basically sanitize every single thing that comes in right yes yeah, so e tons of iso spray yes yeah yeah, we've, spray, yeah yes yeah we we got a lot of alcohol we're we're going through our alcohol pretty good <laughs> have you got anything uh have you got anything disgusting like covered in crap or anything like gross like muddy you know like just unclean um not really not a, not any more than like normal <laughs> gotcha All right. um well that's actually awesome i've uh i haven't really needed anything yet but i'm like i think i'm gonna need my headset's creaking like pretty bad and i've just been kind of like ignoring it and i'm like uh yeah I feel like doing this so i'm like i have to figure out a way to can drop it off and like bleach <laughs> it in the parking lot or something you know 
Yeah. Um, I haven't really been doing much. It's been low key. Just been getting out and doing like maintenance miles here and there, and just trying to keep up like fitness. Well, I've been seeing all your uh, your gravelly miles. That looks cool. Yeah, actually, I did gravelly miles on the Ritmo, which was a big mistake. Not really <laughs> a big mistake, actually. It was actually pretty good on some of that stuff. Like, I it's explored some um, Moto X trails the other day on that bike, and it was actually kind of awesome, despite kind of sucking at the same time. Like, yeah. there's just too many down trees. I need to bring out, like, a chainsaw or something and clean it up. But, uh the road miles weren't that fun, but whatever, you know, like it was like yeah. street stuff like on that thing. But I mean, it was doable. So where are you going? You just find like power lines around you and uh, that kind of stuff. Oh, I took a photo the other day. I think I actually have a video that I didn't post, but it was like, I'm um, in power lines. Someone was like, Riley would be loving this. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Every one of those pictures have been like, oh, where's that? <laughs> every um, well, I'm trying to stay away from like where Maine so I've been like riding here and there and uh, it's not been bad in the mornings where I go to like Massey and just run yeah. there really quick. Right. Um, but that's still been a lot more people out um, even just walking in like a couple of other places. So I've just basically tried to switch to like low key places or yep. just staying in the morning, you know? Um, but yeah, that was a back mile sandwich. That place is pretty big. Um, the only issue is it's got like tons of slower, more difficult Moto X trails and like, kind of dugout stuff that i haven't really explored yet but it looks like it could be um super fun for like a gravel expedition or something like that you know yeah from what i can tell there because i've tried to ride through there a bunch of times yeah and i i always find myself like walking through deep sandy uh like double track <laughs> yeah it's there was some of it well i avoided some a uh, decent amount of it the other day so it wasn't that bad but yeah there's a lot of that just kind of slugging kind of like yeah crap and you know? i I think you have to know like the trail system in there. Cause I've seen some of the single track in there and it looks pretty sweet, but I don't know how to find it. And I've looked on trail forks and I don't think that's all of it on trail forks. I think there's more in there. No, um, that's I a, think hundred percent right. There's like a I, bunch of, yeah, crap, you know? I think the locals know, uh, know what's up and, uh, they're not sharing. Well, we've just gotta, just gotta find them and beat it out of them or something. I'm gonna, if you don't, if you don't tell me, buddy, I'm gonna snap your derail. <laughs> I was gonna say bust your kneecaps, but uh, all right, it's a, it's a little aggro, Riley. No, come on, we're all we're all trying to work together these days. All right, so the fact that I can't figure out how to do an Instagram live stream still there. Oh, oh, what happened? What happened? Can you hear me? I I lost you for a minute there. All right, so you grayed out a little bit there. I don't know why. Lost connection to server. Oh. Attention to reconnect. Oh, okay. So this is a Comcast thing. Are you, are you hearing this still? Yeah. Now you're a robot. Oh, okay. This is funny. I wonder how it's gonna. Let's see. Um. What happened? I don't know. Now it says you're. Oh, oh it's reconnected. Oh, are we going to have to deal with that? I'm going to raise uh -oh. my hand. <laughs> I need adult. Okay. I need adult. I need adult. All right. So I don't know what the hell. We just lost connection to the server. I don't know. Let's. Uh, I want to check my internet connection. Didn't, didn't seem like it lost anything, but let me do a ping test. It looks pretty good. The heck was that? 
So apparently we're streaming to somebody else's server over VoIP. And they're collecting all of our personal data. Yeah, that's par for the course. We can edit that. And we'll snafu. I love how we have snafus digitally now. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it's not a librarian knocking on the window anymore. <laughs> we making noise? No, that was not. <laughs> that was, but, that was uh, not us. Interesting. You know, thanks for letting us know. Um, dude, everything is just... Also, everything's canceled. Everything is canceled, by the way. Everybody. Yeah, it, it is. It is funny to think about how our last episodes were like, oh, no, uh, Kingdom Trails and uh, Nembafest are canceled. And no. uh, <laughs> this is a good year for them to have been canceled because uh, <laughs> everything else is, too. So it's not going to matter. Hey, guys, uh, nothing. Nothing's open. We're also Yeah, we're, everything's taking a break off of there. Ooh, I wonder if that's going to give them time to kind of figure things out. Actually, you know, I, yeah, I think it will. Um, which isn't kind of awesome. It's an interesting uh, little side effect. <laughs> there's, there's so many unforeseen things that it, this is like brought to light, and it's been ridiculous. Um, I don't even like. Oh, also, there was a guy I was watching on YouTube, Hambini, and he brought up a really good point where it's basically going to murder every little boutique crappy bike brand that's like not prepped for anything and it's reading about something i came up across like apparently trust just went under really oh, they're file for cha- chapter 11 and like they're blowing out all their forks and i was like oh man can we expect wow. like crazy sales of companies going there and just start liquidating stock that might be kind of good you know that was that was pretty darn quick <laughs> With the, the, they must have <laughs> that was pretty that was funny they must have already kind of been on the edge like you know i mean yeah what's the market for like a two thousand plus dollar fork yeah well i didn't trust their product anyway <laughs> have you ever written one no 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 it, oh, it is something God. i would be interested in trying but again it's one of those things where like sure it might be offering these performance benefits but the price point is way too high and the added complication is is too much for most people so i did like the fact that the one really tech fact that i was kind of like ooh was the fact that uh it kept what is it the axle to crown or kept basically when a uh, air fork compresses it changes the front geo of the bike as it dies yeah it's it's supposed to keep that uh that head tube angle correct <laughs> through yeah, its exactly. whole travel and tr- keep that wheel tracking like m- more in a more linear way. Um, they said it, the trade-off was like, it was super jittery over like small stuff, you know? Oh, really? I didn't even yeah. read that far into it. My big thing with it was a, the price and B all the moving components to fail or like have to service or like you, oh, that's a yeah, you take a thing that's like two struts that are up and down, and then you put 15 other pivot points and linkage bushings mm-hmm. or bearings or whatever in there. Um, it's a little over complicated. Exactly. Yeah. It's a little bit, though. It's not too bad. Come on. It's if a... <laughs> you guys get paid by the, if it's by the hour or by job, shouldn't that be like bread and butter there? You know? There's still things I just don't want to do. <laughs> It's not a term. It's, it's just, I'm also lazy. I get that. Yeah. Like, I'm with you. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, what else we got here? Anything else I was, I didn't, let's see. I mean, news. There's no really news except COVID. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I think um, the, the other interesting thing, you bring up like these smaller boutique companies having trouble. 
um, a lot of these big companies are really having to push their online presence now. Um, so everyone's like basically uh, direct to sale, direct to consumer now. Well, they're kind of pushing the boundaries, and I think this is gonna, especially if it keeps going on the way it is, which I think it will. Yeah, I think a lot of these companies that uh, have been on the border of direct to consumer are going to go full on direct to consumer. Um, I know, for instance, like like Trek, who's always been very dedicated to bike shops. Um, so they, I don't think they're going to go full on direct at any time soon, but they have really embraced the, um, the home delivery option as far as working with, with their bike dealers and retailers and having their retailers deliver the bikes and, um, do, do stuff like that. Um, salsa and, uh, Surly and all city. Yeah. I believe are um, they have to ship to a dealer first, but they can be shipped direct to your home now. Um, at least you during done that at least yeah yeah at least during this, um, which is really cool. But it might mark a change in the industry. Like it, it's going to be interesting to see if things change back. I all right, so that's a kind of a good point because I don't think anything's going to change back like the way it was. I mean, yeah. I think it's more of like, oh, this is how we can do things now. And I think it's going to be like a paradigm shift. And basically so many industries where it's going to be some sort of remote option or something like this going forward forever. Just, you know, I think it's going to be a lingering thing that we have to deal with, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be. Uh, we'll see how everything adapts at uh, the I I am concerned about the events. Um Oh and God, this, how this long gonna... it's going to take them to bounce back. Cause I don't know if any of these uh, predictions of say, Oh, we rescheduled to June or July or even August or September. I don't know if those are going to happen with the way things are tracking right now. Um, how could you even know when in the, it, for logistics, for planning, it's going to be a nightmare, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, um, that's something that I'm, um, a little depressed about honestly because <laughs> like yeah, events are such a big part of our industry and like you take um i would say especially mountain biking with which for me has always been such a social thing um yeah, I mean, that's how i got started too where it's yeah like and then you you totally remove that social aspect and um it becomes a totally different experience and it's um it's tricky to kind of figure out how to like reconcile that i guess um there's been no, i mean that's how i got started was basically larger gatherings like that and uh the fact that there's going to be no um kingdom trails uh fest or anything like that really this year or anything big or any gatherings or even any even low-key smaller stuff like i mean just five six eight of us ten of us going out you know yeah yeah until like what june july maybe august you know something like that later yeah well, you really have to, you have to limit it to like two. <laughs> That's what I've even been like, like what I have, that. what I have noticed, um, is it seems like, uh, couples who ride together are like the, the that, that's like the new social riding is like a couple. Yeah. Like the, the two by two by twos in the, in the trails, you know, or so. Uh, yeah. You know? Yeah. 
Um, and even even just walking, like people walking, it's um, it's all couples now. Um, yeah. Which is, which I mean, makes, a good thing. It, and yeah, and it makes sense. Like, um, that's kind of like, as far as the social distancing goes, that's uh, kind of the max number, it seems, <laughs> that we should be engaging with is one other person. <laughs> there was some crazy article I'd read about. Um, I don't know if the guy was like a particle physics or no, something something not anything related to bikes put it that way he might have been in like a fluid dynamics engineer but he was like uh mapping cough patterns as you're riding at speed and like creating yeah. a weight of like air behind you i'm like yeah it's basically ridiculous at this point that yeah about that but you know i'm still trying to do uh the polite thing where it's like i have my buff on but you know it gets hot as hell sometimes and i'm you know pulling it down so I'm not wearing it and because uh, I'm panting like a dog when I'm out riding, right? Um, but I try to be polite when I see people walking and kind of pull it up. But I'm basically just gagging on it at that point as I'm like huffing air. You know what I mean? Like just dying for a second. Um, but I've been trying to kind of keep my distance from people. And it's actually not been too bad once I've gone in the mornings, you know? Not like anybody taking up the trail. It seems to have really kind of, like you said, thinned out. But... The parking lots are still pretty full. The amount of people are still higher than I thought, you know? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely a case of, like, you got to kind of try to, like, for me, at least, most parks are totally out. Um, yeah. The the exception to that for me is, like, Freetown, because it's so big. Uh, Miles Standish, because it's so big. Um, exactly. So finding, like, really big parks where you can really, like be in the backwoods um but yeah those those smaller parks are totally out um honestly for me i feel like road is in um oh, man, less cars to kill you like it's actually kind of yeah that and um it's if if you find the right roads it's very easy to find roads that like no one is walking on or any of that kind of thing so that that makes me feel a little more comfortable to be doing like a bunch of cool back roads um, every once in a while, find a dirt road, uh, that kind of thing. Uh, I got to get more into roads and get over my fear of being smoked by a cager. <laughs> so just keep me down. Like I, I don't mind. Or gravel. Or, you know, yeah. Gravel's fine. You know, I mean, um, power lines are perfect right now. Yeah. Like that's, that's true. Those are the, and some of those like ATV trails that you found, like that kind of stuff is, is yeah, those, uh, are, those are pretty awesome. The place actually. to be. Cause you're, you're so far into the backwoods um, and you might be trespassing every once in a while, but don't worry about that. Yeah. just It's basically like, Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I didn't see that sign. I was exactly so engrossed in my workout. I uh, just, I'm sorry, officer, you know, or whoever, whoever's don't, out there. Don't make me cough on me. you. Yeah. Stay away from me. Yeah. You're too close. You're too six, close. Feet, six feet. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, uh, the motor trails I thought would be worse going, but it's actually wasn't that bad. Even on my like crappy semi slick, streetish tires like i mean i definitely almost died a couple times because of those things but it was less than i thought you know what i mean like i it wasn't that bad and the, the free town was actually bigger than i thought i mean i know it was big but getting out there i'm like wow you can actually just pedal for miles you know it yeah it's awesome. it's enormous and especially um like you can go from that main parking lot um if i were going to Freetown right now i would be choosing one of the other lots that are yeah. um like like closer to that backwoodsy stuff but yeah there's we're not gonna blow those up but yeah there. Those, there are other ones you know people who know yeah that. um yeah as far as like those atv trails some of them are so well maintained too because those 
those ATV folks are out there and they might not be like taking down the um, taking down logs and stuff, but they'll just make a workaround for it. So it's like, kind of funny how they do that, right? It's almost like it's a totally different like way <laughs> of doing it than than we're used to on bikes. Um, and that's what, I think that's what my issue was like going the other day. I was like, "There's so many logs here." I'm like, they, "Why do they go around them? What the fuck?" Yeah, them, yeah. You know? um, so, so you noticed that too? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, it's it's one of the things I notice in Freetown actually when you get into some of that backwoodsy stuff is instead of it being a log that someone has cut, it's a log and you end up on a workaround to a workaround to a workaround to a workaround Yeah. before you like get back to that original trail, which is kind of cool just because it's a totally different way of dealing with it than we're used to on, on bikes, I think. Um, now, is there kind of a mindset of uh, the take what the trail throws at you or is it a like a pride thing or is it more of like leave it, un- leave it untouched and don't disturb the environment the environment i don't know you know i think it's just convenience because if you if you think about like on like a, a motorized like an atv or a dirt bike you don't have to stop and like lift yeah, you it just rip around it can't you, you just know? go around it yeah you can just like blow through the brush as opposed to on a bike where we're trying to be a little more cautious of our derailers and stuff where we're kind of um, traipsing over stuff and we don't want to um, like be beat around in the bushes there. Uh, we don't or cry we, babies. We, Stuff's expensive. <laughs> well, we try to avoid bushwhacking. And I do think that we do have this culture of we don't want to um, like wreck the, the trails or the stuff around them um, when we can avoid it as well we, through, we do have around yeah we do have that culture now um that might not be as enforced in uh <laughs> in that kind of moto x circles yeah. yes <laughs> with them with those guys yes <laughs> um but it at at the end of the day like they're the ones that are taking care of a lot of the maintenance on a lot of those like um, ATV trail systems out there, Um, which like props to them for that. And it's awesome as like when I'm doing any of my gravel or adventure stuff, if I find an ATV trail or like any place where I see tracks from ATV or dirt bike, I'm going to follow that because I'm like pretty darn sure that it goes somewhere. And I'm yeah. pretty darn sure that uh, it's it's pretty darn open and pretty well maintained. It's at um, least passable, you know. Like, it's, yeah, you know, yeah, absolutely. It's a good idea. I'm going to start looking at that now too. Yeah, it's that's that's one of my big things with like uh, with when I'm exploring and finding new new spots is if you find like ATV trails, just follow them because um, well, they go somewhere. <laughs> exactly. You're wrong. Disclaimer, sometimes things can go wrong. <laughs> yeah, sometimes things might actually go wrong, yes. Oh, man. There's um, there's not a lot of people out there either. And honestly, I thought everybody would be, because, I mean, I know gravel's huge, and I thought everyone would be out there on a gravel bike. You know, I'd see them as well, but that, that wasn't the case. It was, um, I mean, I ran to, like, um, what's his face? Matt was out there. I actually ran to Matt at one point, and he was like, oh, it's weird. I, was, I actually wasn't on a bike, and he was like, oh, what's going on? He's like, you're walking. I was like, yeah. I have not. We actually I just went for a walk today, and he was like ripping around with somebody on like a yeah. bike. Yeah. Um, so I mean, like the normal 
the normal people that are out there are going to be out there still. And like a lot of people, yes. you know, are going to be out, but it's not, it's nowhere near as running into people as I think other spots, you know, um, I still want to go further up further North cause I've been down towards like Copacut and the swamp area. Um, and I want to bring a new fishing pole down there and go fishing. I think more because you can fish <laughs> all along the shore of that, um, like stuff a hammock in there or something and make like a longer day out of it, you know? So yeah, I need to get a gravel bike so I can go on roads. Apparently, <laughs> speaking of There's gravel never, bikes, never been a better time for it. Speaking of gravel bikes, uh oh, see that uh, single speed salsa, the storm chaser. Oh my god, and it's gold. It is. Oh my god, it's amazing. <laughs> you you want to do one. single speed? I don't know, but I want that with just gears. You know? Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure that bike is totally sold out. <laughs> Everybody with a beard and a mustache curls bought that bike and is running it. For for those of you that um don't know what bike we're talking about, we'll try to like I don't know, we'll try to like up there. post it or something. Um show it on here, yeah. The Salsa Storm Chaser is um they they built it up for um effectively they built it up for what was previously known as Land Run One Hundred uh Land this Run year. 100. Yeah, this year they renamed it the Mid-South, um, and it's a 100-mile gravel uh, adventure through Oklahoma. Um, coincidentally, it was one of the last bike events that happened before the the shutdown of the planet. <laughs> the co- COVID. Yes. COVID. The um, of the planet. But, um, yeah, it's this single-speed... Um, gravel bike it's it's essentially their warbird but in aluminum and set up as a single speed this for a second. and it's this cool gold it's go oh it's not even like regular gold like matte it is hugely gold like bigly hugely shiny. gold bigly shiny amazing i'm gonna i put you on speakers here i'm gonna see if we can actually get you in volume so people can hear it um on speakers yeah, so you're on a speaker, an actual speaker in. Oh, in, I can I can hear myself. Oh, is that weird? It is. Was that screwing it up? Is that making that weird feedback noise or no? Uh. I'm like, I can lower that back. Let, down me, let me hang on, hang on, hang on. Hold on. If I keep talking here, I'm not hearing hear. myself right now. Okay, cool. How's that? Uh. Yeah, I think that's fine. All right, cool. Yeah. Yeah, so, that works. Um, also, you can put a dropper post on it, and it's got a billion um, bosses for mounts for bottles or anything. You oh know, yeah, desires. Absolutely. Oh my god. Also, what is with the couch? Uh, the couch upper bars are they are they just wider? Uh, nope. So, um, I was actually chatting with someone about this last night because they were asking what they should do for handlebars. Oh really? So shout out to uh, shout out to our English pal Matt Bedford. Uh, what up, Matt? <laughs> um so they have salsa has three bars and most companies these days for like a gravel bar have three bars um three bars what do you mean three, three bars, bars. Mm. so you have three handlebars each of them has a different flare so the the flare is going to be um how far the the drops like come out from where the hoods or the shifters are. Okay. Um, does, that, does that make sense? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So if you're thinking about, 
if you're thinking about a normal like road bike drop handlebar where the hoods are straight up and down from uh, where the drops are, like your your shifters form a straight line and the handlebars follow that straight line. These gravel bars, those drops are are kicked out. Oh, they're flare. Um, okay. okay, exactly a flare. So um, most of them, and this is pretty much true of uh, like whatever company you're going for, um, salsa, whiskey, Easton. I want to say Zip has some now. Um, whatever company that you're getting into that has like a flare drop bar, they usually come in like two or three different flares. The standard one is like an 11 or 12 degree flare. That's like their kind of their um, shallower flare. Um, that one, that one to me, um, feels like a normal handlebar now. <laughs> you already um, so much. Yeah, yeah. So that that one to me feels a little too shallow in most cases. That one from Salsa is called the Cowbell. The Cowbell. The Cowbell. They're all cow related. Uh, kinda. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. the the next degree flare is like 24, 25 degree flare for most companies. That one from Salsa is called the Cow Chipper. Okay, so that's the big one. Well, it looks big to me. That's a decent flare on those. That one's so that's my like butter zone for flare. I love that amount of flare on on pretty much any of my bikes these days. Okay. Um, and then the the next one up, the real big one that i don't have on any of my bikes um from salsa is called the wood chipper and that's like a 45 degree flare i want to, I want to see um, that wood chipper the wood chipper yeah and that is um that's like a full-on drop bar mountain bike handlebar Ooh, um which it. which is great for like big uh big tire like uh touring or drop bar mountain bike setups yeah. Um. Like the other, well, kind of. Yeah. If if we're talking about the benefits of the flare, um, a it's putting you in a more like stable position. It's the same as on a mountain bike, getting a wider handlebar, right? Yeah. Um, because you're you're widening out your stance when you're in the drops. Um, and to anyone who's riding drop bars and isn't riding in the drops for, um, like little descents in the woods. Yeah. Uh, do that. It will. It will change everything. <laughs> because every time I've ridden it, I've wanted to not like put my hands on the top like a flat bar, like I'm going on an MTB, and I hate the fact that it's so much more narrow than my 400 millimeter bars. Yeah. Like, so I'm supposed to be in the drops going down. On, I, on, the, yes. on the flared bars, basically. Yes. Yeah. So aside from that, on the bike packing setups, that flare also is supposed to give you more space for like, um, like front rack, front bag stuff. Um, okay, it just puts, sense. yeah, it just spreads, spreads that front end. So you have more room for stuff that you're carrying with you. I've been looking at a front bag too, a cheap one. I was like, Ooh, I need that. This is what I need for a, a tent or a hammock sleeping setup, you know? Oh yeah. It's, oh my God. But, uh, awesome. I'm looking at those. They are, right they are enormous. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I usually recommend, um, the wood chippers are great for like, again, the big touring setups. So like, uh, say a Fargo, or if you have like a like drop a bar fat yeah. bike. Yeah. Okay. Um, like yeah. Some something real big. Um, but if you're on something that's um, 
a little more like traditional gravel bike. Yeah. Um, I usually go with the, the cow chippers cause I feel like that flare is perfect. Um, and then for like just a road bike, I usually put on that 12 degree flare, like that cowbell one. Um, hmm. speaking of gravel bikes again, uh, if I get one, it has to be dropper compatible. Well, um, yeah, obviously, obviously. And I think I'm going to go, I have one, a 2017 now. <laughs> Um, and I'm trying to think of anything else weird I could put on it too. Um, <laughs> as I'm, I'm almost tempted to buy a frame and do something or even do like a squid. I wish the squid so easy could accept wider tires or it was like a more versatile frame instead of just like a track lacrosse frame. Cause I could just buy that yeah. and then build it up. Um, yeah. but I would love to get a bare frame and do something like that with another type of gravel bike and kind of take my time and doing it. You know, you know what you need to do now that you have so much time. Yes. What? It is you need to buy a welding torch. You, <laughs> you need to find some frames. Exactly. Some online welding classes. Yeah. And just freaking go for it. Cause that would be an absolute blast. How that would be. I actually watched a guy do that. Um, and then make his own custom front, uh, like a headset logo. And I'm like, this is the coolest thing. Although I'd probably be like, um, let's just source a cool frame from China. And, uh, contribute to the suffering in the world for way less time um <laughs> but yeah if i could have a that'd be sick to like make your own weird frames and just be frank and beast but i i, I don't know if be I awesome. somebody who like is better at uh engineering and geo and angles um <laughs> or just like winging it and just taking a napkin design and just going nuts with it and then dying on it now actually kind of be interesting you know? <laughs> um i mean I'm, I'm doing a thing now where i'm look, like combing craigslist looking for bikes to strip paint wise and like redo them and i'm like what the hell's wrong with me like why would i actually do that when i could just get a nicer bike and do it like i don't know and then i'm thinking of just stripping the one i have here and repainting that for no reason and i'm like i just need to get out on a bike and pedal and stop thinking about this so much because i'll spend more money you know what i mean like it's just a bad thing to be thinking about um but i still want one i just don't know what now and it's like everything every entry level gravel bike i feel like has mechanical discs and i hate it it's been like the past like two two years it's been like that and i'm like when are we going to step up for like literally 1300 bucks from these pieces of crap and i know that everybody clings to them and says you know oh they're not so bad but the point is like it's such an old tech that i'm like it's 2020 like how is this a thing like on a bike at this level like i expect that in like a a 500 dollars walmart bike at this point like they have mechanical brakes you know it's like it's they need to so, step up the game. I'm putting the bike court this week should be the lack of hydraulic brakes that the bike industry doesn't put on freaking gravel bikes. That's my <laughs> for the day, I guess. You know? So here's here's your um you you want a little uh a little background? Oh god, yeah, it's a little yeah. history lesson here. Um so back in the day when everything was going to hydraulics and people were like, Whoa, hydraulics, man. Um, as, as far as on the road stuff, this was not that long ago. This was probably 2014. Okay. Um, hydraulics were starting to, <clears throat> sorry, COVID, um, <laughs> Corona. <laughs> Corona. Um, uh, they were starting to, uh, make a, uh, uh, make a dent into like the road and like, gravel was starting to be a thing and cross bikes were starting to come with hydraulic disc finally. Um, so 
there you, you started seeing because um, ultimately the the most expensive part of a drop bar hydraulic setup is those shift levers yeah okay um that have the reservoir you have to pack the reservoir into them etc cetera, etc cetera. so in 2014 um when there weren't even like none of the big brands even had a hydraulic drop bar lever or maybe it was 13 but anyway um none of those big brands had a drop bar hydro lever um trp came out with what they call the the what i refer to as the hirud the the <laughs> the what i believe it's it's supposed to be called the high road but it's spelled the hirud hirud um, it's it's the hydraulic road caliper and it was a mechanically actuated hydraulic caliper oh um, giants doing that now with one of their new entry level bikes and i was like what is this crap? don't talk about giant don't don't think about those anyway. <laughs> okay all right continue it's it's a but it's um it was a really cool system because it took um people's bikes that had mechanical levers and um, people, because there were really no hydraulic levers out there for drop bars, it took those mechanical levers and gave you um, effectively the stopping power and um, consistency of a hydraulic disc brake without having to like make your own lever or (laughs) have to upgrade the entire group set. Um, Yeah. Because those shifters are expensive. Yeah, um, I was looking into doing a drop bar conversion in my flat bar bike, and I was like, oh, it's not happening because those are crazy money. So, no thanks. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, flash forward to now, um, those those high roads are not as much of a thing anymore because the um, their replacement from TRP, the Spire, um, is such oh, yeah. a good mechanical disc brake okay, um, that it doesn't really make sense for these companies to put that TRP Herud on there. <laughs> the Herud. I'm going to keep calling it that. That's what that's how it's that's how it's spelled. It's the Herud. I hope now I when somebody asks me about it I'm going to say that because that's all I know it as, you know. <laughs> so it's basically the complication factor and a packaging factor issue on those It's ones. the biggest thing is those shifters. Yeah, okay. Um, makes, I didn't even think about that. See, that that's just another reason that flat bars are cooler. Sorry. Whoa, 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 whoa. Back off, bud. <laughs> Back off, pal. And I get the stupid bullhorns on the end of mine, so it looks even dumber. But, I mean, at least I have a, a place in my hands. You know what I mean? Effectively, if you think about, like, say, right now I'm looking at the Salsi. Salsi. The Salsi. The Salsi. The Salsa Journeyman in the Apex build, yeah. right? Which is those mechanical disc brakes, the TRP Spires with a yeah. mechanical drivetrain. Um, that's 1500 bucks. Um, yeah. If we were to put that hydraulic set on here, um, it's easily uh, two to 2500. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. I'm going to, I'll take my hydraulics, I guess then. <laughs> I mean, uh, you're, you're... my mechanicals and there's no way that's like that price point is crazy to add that, like jump up. Exactly. Up yeah. Um, and so because of that, now they're, they've started to put like um like it's it's starting to get or at least at the moment um it's rarer to find the um 
those hydraulic setups on these um, lower end aluminum bikes because it pushes that price point way too far up at the point where people are going to want to move up to the next um, the next price point bike anyway. Yeah, so um, you're going to want to jump up to something in a better category at that point if you're going to be spending that much money on it. Yes, yes. Oh, that um, yellow is disgusting still. I'm sorry. Like, I love that drawing, but it's <laughs> just not my, my color. Oh, it comes with Terra Veils now stock, though, huh? Yeah. Ooh. Um, the other thing you should look at yeah. is oh. the Apex 1700 uh, in that nice minty color. Ooh, let me see. Mm-hmm. It oh, because you can you can just swap the bees over because it's basically the same diameter as the 700 Cs, right? Yeah, so it's it's the same frame. They just swap the wheels. All right, which is sweet. I mean, I love the feel and rollover in the Niners, but I'm almost tempted to try the 650 Bs just for a little bit more plushness because I do stupid crap. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I will <laughs> say the <laughs> Ask Eli. <laughs> That's what I, he's a large, right? Uh, he's, yes, a 56, 55 and a half. Bike, right? Yeah. He doesn't mind if I mess around on that thing. I won't break it. No, no, you can, you can, uh, you can steal his bike. He won't mind. Can't really see that color on that screen. That color is sweet. <laughs> that mint. Woo. Oh, and that's only in 700C, huh? So now, as as a uh, as a quick like competitor to the journeyman here, yeah, um, let's have a very quick chat about say one of those one of the bigger brands, um, the Trek Checkpoint. So they they just released their 2021 checkpoints, um, which are coming with the Shimano GRX stuff. So mm. that's like their new like gravel stuff. Um, the Checkpoint ALR4. Okay. You ready go. for this? Comes in some stupid cool colors. Oh, I'm looking at oh, I'm looking at it now. There's like this cool fancy blue and this really cool fancy red. I would get either of them. Um, but I won't because I already have bikes. So stop looking at them. Oh, um, that blue is nice with that yellow. So this is coming with the GRX hydraulics. It is a two by for seventeen hundred bucks. Honestly, I don't hate the idea of a two by. Um, I don't. I mean, one buys are. I've used historically one buys on basically everything. I have a three by now on this um, flat bar kind of bike, and I actually don't mind the like the range. Like, I don't. It's not really. I don't think it's going to be an issue with. Um, I mean, they've got the derailleurs pretty much figured out. It, it's that they're not really too much easier to tune. It doesn't really add too much more weight either, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, what are your feelings on that versus a, a one by gravel bike setup kind of you know with a drivetrain like that instead? Um, it it depends upon use really. So I'm at the point where I pretty much every one of my bikes is a gravel bike. <laughs> I think you've actually crossed over the threshold when every bike you have literally is like a weird multi-purpose thing just because of the way you use it, you know. Yeah. Um. But so most of mine are one buys. Um, I have one that's a two by and that one that's a two by is like my, um, quote unquote race bike where I, I will use that for, well, if there ever is such a thing again, yep. The warbird that I have, um, that's a two by, and I'm going to use that for, uh, group road rides. If that's ever a thing again, um, any of my road rides are going to be on that. And 
for road rides, I like to have that two by. Um, any of my like um, bigger mountain rides, if I ever go up to Vermont or do that kind of stuff, I'm going to want to have that two by. Um, but it's it's not my like um, cross bike. Like it's it. I'm not. I I'm not going to want to use it for like a cross race or for some of the more like um, gnarly adventure stuff that I have my other bikes for, for that stuff. I, I like to have the one by just cause it's one more thing. One, one, one less thing to go wrong. See, why, why, why did you have to say that? Why could, why couldn't you say, yeah, I use it for all the gnarly stuff too. And it's a great <laughs> one bike and be all set with it. You know, huh? Why couldn't you just, okay, say fine. It's, it's the only bike I own. There you go. Also, it does have, th- I'm seeing through axles. Um, which yeah. I like the GRX brakes, which I'm down for three water bottles on in the f- inside of it. Oh yeah. Uh, they, they did a good job with all the mounts on this one. Um, wow, right. The more I'm looking at it, I really like this color, which I hate. God, the blue with like a mint color, like a the mint. Yes. Yeah. I really like this color and that red is sweet too, but I would it probably is. have to go for this blue. I get the blue cause I already had a red bike. Yeah. Um, here's, here's your drawbacks. Ready? It looks like this one. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. So maxes out is 700 by 45. That's a pretty good tire size. in most cases. That's that's, that's pretty good. Um, the downside is you can't run a 650 B. Ooh. Um, that's out. Yeah. So here's the thing with the 650 Bs. And again, chat with Eli about this because he's had this experience. Um, I, I prefer just as wide as a 700 as I can possibly fit. Um, I would like to try a 650 B on the Warbird, but I don't think I'm going to be in love with it. I think I'm going to stay with the 700s in most cases. I, um, I mean, I'm with you on that. I think you know me because I'm always looking for something huge in 29 or I can shove into like a weird frame. So yes. I'm down, I'm down yeah, with that. Absolutely. Um, so I, I don't think the lack of 650 B is like a, um, something that breaks this bike for me. Okay. Um, the, the other downside, and I think this is going to be the one that breaks it for you is no dropper uh, post compatibility on this one. All right. So why it's not, you can't just shove it. I don't understand. Why, what do you mean? No dropper post compatibility. It looks like it goes straight down. It looks like it is there, is there something in that frame that's going to prevent me from shoving a post into it? Like, yep, so they, they technically don't have the ports for it. Um, I got a drill. The, I got a drill. I got a drill. It's aluminum, right? Uh, no comment. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes, technically, you, you can do that. Um, but uh, yeah, goodbye warranty, and um, not something I'm going to actively advise. But I will say that I have done it, and it worked. What, what if I just do? Uh... I mean, not be fancy and just do an external and just tape it onto it. I mean, who cares at that point, right? Yeah. Yeah, you can do that. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I'm a, uh, that's acceptable yeah. for me. Yeah. A, a lot of people will be like, absolutely no. That's going to be ugly. Um, <laughs> and if you're one of those people, hey, good for you. I'm just, I care less about aesthetics, I guess. Yeah. I care less. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. this I'm looking at the orange on the ALR5, and I'm like, oh, God. Why do I get to do this to myself? Trek oh, yeah. You're, you're an upping. orange guy. They've been upping. Oh, this is like a copper. I love it. Like a matte. They've been upping their color game crazy, and I love it. Yeah. The um, yeah. What do they call it? They they have a bunch of different names for that color. 
Matt um, Ax in Axonite. 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 Something. Yeah. Also, um, I'm looking at this fork. If I run 45s, 745s, is that going to rub with buildup on like mud through that fork and just like grind it down? Not on that fork. No, that okay. that fork has plenty of room. Um, I know because I have put a 29 by 1.8 in that fork. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that started to rub, and I do not advise that. Would not be advised. Um, he tested it for all of us. I yes, uh, but the the seven hundred by forty five uh, is is perfectly fine in that fork. Like I have had no issues with it. Um, yeah, oh. they uh, they've done a good job with these. Um, some of the the twenty twenty one ALR five. There's like this kind of teal with like yellow and orange going on. Oh, yeah. That one's kind of cool. Um, I still think that ALR four with that blue is pretty sweet. Yeah, if that, that if that would be the one I, I'd go for, I'm going for that one. I think. Yeah. Also, speaking of paint jobs, that all seated gorilla monsoon with that fade. Oh See, my I'm God. I'm a fan of their older fade. They had they had an orange one. Have you seen that one? No. Ooh. Uh, let me see if I can find it for you because that's yeah. the one that I like because they have their like blue green one is pretty cool. Ooh, um, but uh, I'm uh, I'm a fan and, of their orange one that they had. And you guys can uh, get them too, right? We can and we have. Mm. Um, I might be tempted, but it's a little bit higher price point though. I still get goddamn hydraulic. I mean mechanical discs. There but, you go. Although is that a double plane fork? Up front? Yeah, it's a little biplane fork. It's pretty sweet. I wonder if that gives any sort of compliance in the frame a little bit more, you know? Um, I'm sure it does something. Um, but more than that, it looks cool. It's sty- <laughs> I was gonna say it's style. It looks amazing. Um ooh, look you at see that. that. You see that orange one? Ooh, how do I do that? Link, uh, I just... Ooh, here we go. This is this all right, so for those of you not Knowing that we're using, we're using something called Zencaster, and it actually works out pretty good for like remote recording. So far, we'll see. <laughs> oh, that looks like an orange pops. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I like that one a lot. Um, the the green one is cool. Shout out to Tom Riley, who's got it, and it's fine. Whatever. Oh, he's got one. Okay, All right. <laughs> he does. Um, but I liked the orange one. How tall? Um, how tall is Tom Riley? <laughs> <laughs> he's a little shorter than you. Damn it. Damn it! I do you like can that. Still try it out though. I do love it. Um, so man. this, this the the monsoon and little uh, little heads up for you. The the complete bike comes with the dropper post installed. Just so you know. What? What? Okay. Um, but the monsoon is definitely more on the. Um, it's like a more adventurous gravel, like a well. It's it's more on the mountain biking. bike side. Yeah, yeah, it's more on the mountain bike side, definitely. Um, have you ever heard of Grinduro? Yeah, Grinduro. Yeah, I was watching somebody. I don't know if it was uh, Dustin Klein or Spin that Somebody on YouTube was talking about Grinduro, and uh, it looks sick actually. So that's more of what that would be kind of. That's that's at. how I feel about this one. Yes, is it's a um, it's it's a bike for Grinduro. Um, See, that's another thing where it's like, I love this thing, but I'm going to take it on uh, 10 miles, 15 miles on the road, and I'm going to be dogged and dragging behind everybody, you know? Yeah, I mean, you'd be fine. Um, <laughs> Actually, yeah, yeah, I'd probably it's, keep up. It's, it's not, uh, it's definitely not quite, quite uh, 
the speed demon thing, huh? Yeah. It's also um, just because it's steel, it's on the heavier side. Um, you know me. I don't shy away from uh, heavier bikes. Let's do it. <laughs> it's just probably still lighter than my Ripmo, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, so, for instance, little things like uh, 38 tooth is the max front chainring size. Um, oh, well, it's is, gonna, it won't flare out and it'll smash that if you put the water, you know. Yeah, which is which is pretty small for um, for a um, for like a, a cross or like road ish bike. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, that's um, it's it's a sweet little bike, um, but not quite as versatile as say like. We're we're a gravel podcast now, I think. <laughs> I've come to this conclusion and I've made this. We're now a gravel podcast. We are now a gravel podcast. I think we've secretly always been one, you know? Well, yeah. I mean, I've been here, so yes. Yeah. I mean, this is... I think you're right in... Uh, this is more of like where I would edge towards something with like drop bars. But I think in reality, what I'm going to be should be looking at is more of a journeyman where it's a more of a dual purpose, you know? Yeah. So when, when you're thinking about gravel bikes, just like anything, you have a sliding scale of like what you want to do with it. And yeah. the way I try to talk about is like percentage of off-road versus percentage of road and percentage of single track versus percentage of d- double track. Um, so like if you're at a high percentage of single and double track and a very low percentage of road, the gorilla monsoon is the bike. Um, yeah. high percentage but, of road like that. Uh, yeah. Yep. Um, cause again, the gorilla monsoon is a drop bar mountain bike. Um, <laughs> let's get this out of the way. Uh, yeah. The, if you're looking at a higher percentage of road and like dirt road, and less of the single track yeah. than probably something like the journeyman. And the, the reason that I have found the journeyman to be such a good bike and a good middle ground is its geometry is decently upright. So it's nice and comfy. Yeah. Um, it's versatile enough that you can run the 650 B's and have that extra little bit of, um, of traction and uh, flotation for, if you're doing some light single track, um, but you can chuck those 700s on there and be pretty darn quick on the road. Um, so I find like of these three bikes we've just talked about, the journeyman is dead center. Yeah. It's in the middle. Like of the gorilla monsoon is the mountain bike. The, the checkpoint ends up being much closer to like the road side of things, just based on its geometry and what it comes with, um, with the two by, and then the, the journeyman is dead center and, that's what makes it such a good platform, honestly. I, want, I mean, I wonder if I would try to take it down like a decent blue. <laughs> okay. um, so basically, you're telling me I need one of each? Well, yeah. Oh, I mean, so, obviously. Okay, so I need. I just need a checkpoint. I just need a journeyman and a gorilla monsoon. That should be yeah, something. so add those. You got your stimulus check yet? Uh, I'm actually still waiting on my direct deposit. I don't know what the hell's taking so long. I did my Oh, test. I got mine. I've done my t- <laughs> I've got mine that I've got. Oh wow, I've got two here actually. Already. I've got two. Uh one of them says for Ed Joy. Oh you wow, that's check. pretty cool. Looks like Riley. Actually, you know what? I would trust him with my money buying bike stuff 
and to be less dumb about decisions than I would. So <laughs> you'll probably buy cooler stuff than I would with it, you know? Yeah, it. Uh, I'm, I'm. I gotta tell you, I'm feeling so stimulated right now. Are you? Because I am not. I'm decidedly unstimulated at this point. I'm I am so so stimulated, <laughs> dude. <laughs> there, oh, um, speaking of um, stimulation checks, and what I'm going to do with that? Shit, <laughs> stimulation. Um, checks. Trump, my Trump yep. bucks. My Trump bucks. Trump I bucks. Have, I'm still hating that tube in the rear of my Ritmo, and. I don't really want to spend 1200 bucks. I mean, I would if I could, but I don't really want to drop that in the wheel set when I could just buy the rim for 100 bucks and have it relace maybe. Yeah. Um, so I probably have to figure that out because I'm it's so like bouncy feeling and slidey in, in the rear. It's, it just feels harder and not as bendy as I want it and flippable. I don't know why if that's Yeah. Like so insane. so for some give give our viewers slash li- listeners some background here. What what did you do, Ed? I was a. What have you done? What have I done? Uh, it's called being dipshit and running way too low PSI <laughs> at Vietnam and then just hucking it off a gigantic freaking drop. And you can just hear. Actually, it's more of a feel like you, you all know when you've smashed and you just feel the solid connection. You're like, wow, I should not have actually felt that. Yeah, you feel that rim. That was and it's, definitely uh... something expensive. Like you feel every ridge in that rim somehow and you just know. Um, it held air after that. I rode it around Mass Soyet, then it just exploded and it was like would not allow it again. And now it's just wrecked because I tried to slowly bend it back with like rubber gripped, gripped like pliers that I effed up, obviously. Um, so now I'm just running a tube in it. You still there? Uh, what happened? Do we lose a connection again? Uh-oh. Oh, no. Comcast. I'm going to raise my hand. <clears throat> so my rim's dented and now I need to get a new one. Velocity um, there. Or no, oh, ah, oh. wheel. Are you back? Are you here and there? Riley's having issues with this. Damn you, come. Robot Ed. Up. Oh, we'll see. We can I'm... see this here. Check this oh. out. So this is what's causing it right here. Ah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Here, oh. Now it says reconnected. And he's got his hand. Hey. Alright. Robo like, Ed is back. It looks like Comcast is screwing us. COVID's killing us once again. Everyone's using their internet now. So that's a little trick that when you uh, you can ping Google's DNS servers and do a constant ping until it drops out and just monitor. You're, you're still Robo Ed for me. This is going to be interesting to record uh, and cut up. So that's what I I'm am the law. Say that. Now. Um, nope. Yeah, I'm trying to figure Not out getting anything now. my dented rim. Um, the replacements from my hand. Like 100 bucks, so I might just do that and have it relaced because the other option is to go with a carbon wheel set. And I'd rather spend 1200 bucks on N plus one and get another bike than yeah, he gone at this time. Although I do want carbon wheels in that Ritmo. Um, Comcast is not coming back anytime soon, I guess. We got timed out connections. Uh, do um, I carry this podcast now? Lasting too much longer here. Am I the podcast I man? What's going on with my internet? Uh, I'm gonna have to cut this one short. At least we got some uh, recording down, and it looks like we got a decent little episode here. So we'll see. Lovely we weather we're having at some point soon, probably today. Because uh, what else is there really to do? It's a great um, time. I'm just gonna keep oh, looking at. We these got a bikes. solid connection again. Check this out. How do I flip this? It looks sweet. This blue trek in particular. All right. That looks like mm. is back. Delicious. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Riley. Are you there? 
Yummy. Yes. So I'll put up a poll yes. at maybe later. Um, should I buy carbon wheels for my Ritmo or save the money, hmm. fix my rim, and just get an aluminum <laughs> replacement and get a gravel bike? Save up for a gravel bike. Where you at, Robocop? N plus one carbon wheels. I don't know. Um, if I did get carbon wheels, by the way, maple right there. Ride maple makes sick wheels, even sicker stickers with it. Great stuff, good warranty. Great wheels if you're looking for some. I think uh, Riley is out here. Um, looks like it says recording in progress, but let's see. All right, we're going to stop that for a second. Yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah, it's fine. Okay, let's check internet speed too, right? Yeah, where do we even leave off the other day? Um, we were chatting about your dented rim. Oh, no. I remembered about that. <laughs> oh, God. I wasn't thinking about that until you just said it again. Um, okay, so yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, I want carbon wheels, but I think at this point, I'm going to spend the 100 bucks on the rim and just have it done so I can get out there. Um, yeah, ob- obvious answer is, again, both. And obviously, both, but N plus one, I think, trumps in other scenarios. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> True enough. Uh, although those things are epic. I saw somebody get um, sparkly stickers for theirs somewhere, right? Spar- yeah, the you're talking about the maples? Yeah, those built yet. The the sparkly reflective wheels? Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I just man. I just saw them today. Uh they're on uh what's his face's bike, huh? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh which has got like oh yeah, they're a fancy matchy reflective logo for because oh, the failed officially. Uh the wheels have been, haven't they? Like, how did I miss that? Wait, oh, the multi-split? Oh, I know the ones you're talking about. Yeah, they've got, like, multicolor, like, like rainbow-y kind of... I'm trying to go back. Uh, uh, I thought it was on there. It is. I see it. I'm yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I agree with that. <laughs> I mean, those do look freaking amazing, and I really would like more engagement points in my hub, actually, if that's really what... I mean, flashing this aside, that is really what... An advantage I'm looking for there. That and lightness, I think. And the flashiness. Yeah. Although I don't know what I would get. I'd probably do the um like you said about the orange with the green outline or green. Ooh. Go full on pumpkin. Speaking of colors, my pedals are completely mashed and I could replace the pins, but they're so like beat and like looks like somebody like dragged it on the road for like four miles on one side of it. I think I might just replace it and I'm gonna do green instead of the orange. Yeah, green on an orange bike. I I could go with that. So I still think you need to wear orange shorts. Can't do it. Orange socks. You can do orange socks, yeah. And then a green top and a green helmet. And that'll complete your pumpkin look on your pumpkin bike. Do I have a green helmet? I actually might have. No, it's not over there. I thought I had one. <laughs> it's an old one, but I don't have it here. Uh, I wish I had it, though. That would be an excellent idea. Maybe I'll do that. You need to on a on a bike hand. like that, on a nice orange bike like that, you got to embrace the the great pumpkinness of it and go full on. From from afar, you have to look like just a pumpkin. If I feel like I, if I do that, I want to put my glow in the dark pedals on. Ooh, I haven't found anything to put them on yet. They're just regular 
like uh, poly pins, nothing like sticky, you know? Yeah, they can't go on your, like, gravelly bike? I mean, yeah, but I'd rather have, like, pins so I don't, like, die doing something, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you need, like, uh, just, like, a a whack-around, beat-around commuter. Oh, that's a good idea. I should just get one of those $200 Poseidon frames and just build up some crap lacrosse bike or whatever you guys want to call it. Trap lacrosse. <laughs> just beat around on that town with no brakes. You think you'd do like a track? Like a like a fixie? I would probably do it. If I was going to do something like that super dirt cheap, why not, you know? Hmm. Like just the crappiest. Like I have a, I'm looking at a 740 mil flat bar basically here. Like I have extra crap I could throw on there. Yeah. Yeah, you've got all the parts. Don't have to worry about brakes. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. actually kind of ideal. There you go. I would advise a front brake. A front break. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's not a bad idea, actually. Ooh, let's see. Wh- who else can I get? How much is the so easy frame? Uh, probably more. <laughs> yeah. They're, oh, oh here's, they're that much more. Here's here's your project again. We're back into your project. Oh, six, you need six. You need six dollars. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> That Absolutely. is great. <laughs> I didn't yeah. know that. Oh, that's awesome. Also, one of the colors that the style options to tick off in the box is D, uh, DGAF. Which one is that, though? Don't give a fuck. It's so easy size to order. Oh, maybe that's like, maybe that's just um, give me whatever you want. Yeah, it's just like must be it on there. Huh? Everything. I and thought that was a name of one of their styles. Spray over it. No, I don't think so. 27. I could put a dropper post on it. So yeah. Uh, or I could just get like a crap frame off Craigslist. You could. Yes. I've seen some old Um that's if hobbies. if you were doing like a real beater bike like that, that is the route I would go is find like find like a cool old frame. Yeah. And like build it up with uh some cool but cheap parts. Um I have um I've got a Marin that I want to build up all fancy at some point. How um, old kind of Marin? Uh it's a rift zone from the nineties. Um see. it's a full suspension. Um yeah, it's pretty cool. I wanna do some fun things with that at some point. Um, oh, you oh you have one of those? Is that the one with the weird top tube where it looks like it's an X? Yes. Oh, yeah. Cool. Oh, that would be fun to actually go button like redo. Yeah, I, I haven't been able to really like ride it off road yet. Um but uh I'm I'm excited to try that and um I'm yeah, I might have to do the, the new like micro shift advent stuff on it. Um, all right, so why man, why why are people talking about micro shift lately? My friend Redford's all, all right, all right. It. We're getting a bit ahead of ourselves here. Ed. Yeah, sorry, we're kinda of jumping around here. Let's... Okay. Focus. Focus. <laughs> Cause let's see. Let's wrap up this episode of Yes. Yeah. Cause we can Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so So we what did we chat about today or yesterday? Whenever this saying, episode like, was. What, what even what were we even doing? For uh, for those that are just tuning in, uh we had um some technical difficulties with our remote Podcasty recording. My, my Comcast like basically crap the bed, and when you use a shout out to our sponsor Comcast. Yeah, to, <laughs> watch the connection is going to drop now. Then like, <laughs> off. Um, 
So Zencaster creates like a VoIP server on my end. So when I'm hosting it, any little disruptions basically just murders. On your end, yeah. yeah so um, what the heck? Where were we even talking about? I know we talked about the salsa. I think paper. we talked a lot about gravel, which is yeah. why uh, now the from here on, uh, yeah. podcast is going to be called uh, Gravel Talk, or it's uh, too, too non-inclusive. It is 2020, you know. Yeah. And technically, all bikes can be gripped on. Uh, sorry, ridden on uh, gravel. Exactly. So it's totally inclusive. Oh, actually, ah, I just defeated my. Gotcha. Head. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. We but anyway, <laughs> yeah, we chatted bike. about a bunch of different gravel bikes. Uh, just kind of little uh check in on the old uh virus stuff going on. Um. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had to actually go uh, on site to work at a place, and the guy was like, "Oh, we're recovering from it." And I was like, "Get the fuck away from me!" Oh yeah, he had it, and like he was already quarantined, and he was like a week out still, like after still. And I was like, "Yeah, you need to just stay away from me still." Hey, I don't even know if I want to talk to you over the internet. Over the, over the telephone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm staying on the other side of the air shower. Yeah, so, you know? yeah. Thank God for that thing, by the way. It makes me feel safe, even though it probably does nothing. <laughs> We talked about the ALR four. Yeah. Point, I believe it was. Yeah. So yeah. Into that too. Uh, all city. Um, yep. Into the all city. They do have more traditional gravel bikes too. Like all these companies have. Like we just kind of looked at like their probably at the moment one of their defining bikes each. But yeah. these companies like Trek has a more like off roady. I don't know if I'd call it a gravel bike. It's their nine twenty. Is like a bike packy adventure bike. Um. Oh, yeah, that's true. They have like, oh, I have, I have an old 720 here, but it's, I think it's a size, oh, what size is it? It's tiny, but it's like mint condition from like 90. Ooh. But it's basically like a child's bike, so I couldn't even oh. on it. Yeah. <laughs> they were, back then, they were either extra large or extra small. <laughs> <laughs> like you were either posing around a, BM, a mini BMX looking bike or just a gigantic brand. Yeah. What's with the old bikes where like you We'll get into that, Ed. Shh. Oh, yeah, okay. All right. All right. So we chatted about that. Um, I did want to mention just going forward, uh, we are going to start to have a little more structure as far as like we're going to start doing like seasons and like figure out how, how these seasons break up. Um, so this is officially like kind of the end of season one. What do you call it? 19, uh, and yeah, season one. But just kind of. One kind of a bonus episode too because it's just us like chatting about stuff yeah so it's exactly. it's like the bonus gravel episode of season one that also closes season one out um and then moving forward obviously a bunch of the video projects and the painting projects that we wanted to do are kind of on hold at the moment because we can't uh oh. yeah we can't like look at each other <laughs> yeah i mean we could yeah i'd rather do it like together um and most of our most of our other video projects were going to be um more like uh cooperative rather than uh remote so uh we'll uh we'll keep tabs on that but um at the moment yeah we've we've got a fair amount of time uh to record remotely so we'll try keep trying this see how it works um did i miss anything ed do we have anything Uh else to say um 
working on maybe getting stickers at some point um, and some sort of rough website up on a domain because, I mean, I have some time now. So Yeah, yeah. That'd be um, fancy. Yeah, it would be super fancy, wouldn't it? I'm going to make it all glitter. I wish I had like a MySpace glitter text we could still do and make it like super ridiculous. Like, super <laughs> no, just make it, make it look like an old like 90s, like just HTML, <laughs> like bleh. <laughs> Oh, there's got to be a theme for that now, right? Like the exact opposite of all like the minimalist. Anyway, sorry, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Um, no, you've mentioned everything. Uh, basically, closing this out. This is kind of like a segue episode, moving into the next one. Um, should we change the music up or no? I I don't know. Uh, if you can find anything you liked, I guess royalty free. I'm gonna try and look back too. Yeah, yeah. We'll uh, we'll take care of that in post. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> play it. Play us out, Tim. Yeah, send it out. Some some producer. Do you want to stop that one and then we'll do like a a closeout for? um...